This episode of the Sales Leadership Podcast is brought to you by Sales Leadership United. Since 2019, Sales Leadership United has grown to become the largest collection of sales leadership assets in the world. Check out salesleadershipunited.com and tap into tools used by elite sales leaders worldwide. Accelerate your leadership development. Solve modern sales challenges. Use fully prepped sales meetings in your next team meeting. Thousands of hours of sales leadership materials indexed and searchable with a single click. Create your own personal sales leadership library. Head to salesleadershipunited.com and use the code ROB at signup to get a free trial on me. Hi, I'm Rob Jepson, and my mission is to help sales leaders everywhere create record-setting growth from the companies they lead. I'm here to share the secrets of the world's most successful sales leaders. I don't care how big the company or how big the team, we showcase sales leaders who are taking what the market gives and then some. This show features leaders of teams who are beating their markets, winning at crazy rates, and creating life-changing years for the people they lead. The Sales Leadership Podcast is brought to you by Sales Leadership United, the world's largest collection of sales leadership assets. Be sure to check out the all-new salesleadershipunited.com. Fast-track your sales leadership development, gain insights into how other sales leaders are solving challenges similar to the ones you face, and tap into over 400 leadership topics, hundreds of video insights, battle-tested leadership frameworks, and new material that comes out every single week. Sales Leadership United is the easiest investment in yourself you'll ever make. Head to salesleadershipunited.com, use the code ROB at signup, and get a free trial on me. Now, get ready for some serious insights from sales leaders who are making it happen. And remember, don't worry, we got you. Hello, and welcome to the Sales Leadership Podcast, where high growth sales leaders create high growth practices and tactics. Today, I'm bringing back somebody that has no need for introduction. One of the reasons our show has entered the top 1% of podcasts in the, in the world is because we've had elite guests like the dude I'm about to bring back for the fourth time, the first four-time repeater in our show's five-year history. And if you're new to the show, because we've been growing so fast, you're in for a treat. If you're a longtime listener of the show, you're pumped that I have him back. Today, we're going to talk about one of the most important, I think it's the most important things with the guy that I look to as one of the top experts at this in the world. This person is one of my favorites. It's, sorry, my phone rang everyone. This is one of my favorites. This is Larry Long Jr. Uh, if you want to hear more from him, I got three other episodes that I'll link in the show notes. I'm not going to spend a lot of time introducing him because this dude needs no introdu introduction. Larry, welcome back for the fourth time, and thanks for joining me. Come on, Rob. It takes one to know one. You're you're amazing. I'm happy to be in this space. You got me buzzed. Let's go. First of all, so great to see you. I'm excited about this conversation. We're going to do some a lot of good today because this conversation is an important one. We're early in the year. Uh, we got the first month of the year done. We're still in first quarter and we got some people who are, who are ahead. We got some people who are already saying, man, I got to catch up. And we got other people who are saying, man, what do I do? I got these big goals coming at me. What do I do? And today what we're going to talk about is the most important six inches that we'll ever do are the six inches between our ears. Yeah. And for those people who go to sales leadership United, they're going to see Larry point to the same thing I did. Larry, why don't you take a second and introduce yourself? We got now, it's, it's we've grown a lot, brother. We got 50,000 listeners now. And introduce yourself to 50,000 leaders all around the world. Wow, happy to be here. Larry Long Jr., CEO, not your traditional CEO. I'm the chief energy officer 
of LLJR Enterprises, motivational speaker, transformational speaker, inspirational speaker, MC, sales coach, trainer, content creator, podcast host, you name it. I, I don't know if I'm from Jamaica, but I do a little bit of everything. Did you say author? Did you say author? I left that out. Too many yeah. things, right? Yeah. <laughs> author of a book, Joe. We're getting people zapped. We're bringing that energy right to them. It's electric, not the electric slide. That would be my family reunion, but it is definitely electric. We're getting people zapped into intentionality so they can rediscover and believe in their inner greatness. I am one of the lucky ones that you sent an early copy to with your signature in. I've read it a couple times. I'm going to endorse it to all of our listeners. I get asked a lot, what should I read? We're going to make it really easy for people to get a copy of Jolt at the end of this as well. Appreciate it. Larry, I love your energy. If there's one thing that people like, they're like, whoa, jolt, because that's what Larry does. Larry jolts the room. He jolts the person. But he's not one of these cheerleaders that's just like got the pom-poms on and, and screaming loud and doing the high kicks. This is a guy who's authentic. He lives the way he talks. And that's why you're so successful in what you do. And that's why it's so important that I bring you back early in the year for these leaders that are all facing 2024 is going to be a different year. Now, I was I was in a room earlier this week, Larry, with a really famous economist. You'd actually like him. He calls himself the Bowtie Economist, and he has a company called Laughs and Graphs. He shows these graphs and he tries to make people laugh about it. He's really good at it. But when he was done, he said, "2024 is going to be a really tough year." And what I wish he'd said is, "How are we going to thrive instead of survive?" He didn't do that. So that's what we're going to talk about today. How do we thrive? I'm, I'm not interested in the survival business, Larry. I don't think you are either. So let's jump into that. Thoughts around that? Thriving versus surviving? For sure. Uh, but hold, hold up, Rob. Someone's knocking at my door. It's opportunity. Come let's on, go. Man. <laughs> opportunity is knocking. My question is, are you ready? And I know that the people listening, they're shaking their head. Yeah, I'm ready, Larry. I'm ready. That sounds good, but six-pack abs sounds good for me, but I just had some fried chicken. My mom always said, and I think it was a great philosopher that said this, but she said, little Larry, your actions speak so loud, I can't hear what you're saying. So I'm calling all the leaders to reflect on what actions are you actually taking in this changing environment? We're going through some turbulence. We're going through some chaos. But that ain't changed. We've always gone through some tough times. I'm a big believer that tough people are greater than tough times. The mindset, the perspective, the actions that you actually take. And I know that you had shared about clarity, systems, and belief. Hey, Rob, I'm a big believer about intentionality, about vision. What's your goal? Do you have a clear vision? It's that clarity that you talked about. And then talk is cheap. What stories are you telling yourself, but ultimately what playbook are you running? What actions are you actually taking? So yeah, you're shaking your head. Yes, I like that. But let me see your schedule and your calendar. Let me see your people. What are they doing? That's going to tell me all the story that I need. All right, man, you just laid down a great agenda that we could just sit on that. But if I know you and me, we're going to go places. <laughs> Excuse me. One of the things people like about our show is it's never scripted. I like to bring people in. We talk about real stuff. So I like that. We wrote down a bunch of people. I love this concept. Tough people are greater than tough times. That is 
probably going to be the title of this episode already. I usually find it later. It was first. That's interesting. Use my favorite word, Larry, intentionality. I know as a leader, if we leave anything to accident, we set the bar as being average. So if we have accidental clarity, to use the word, then we're probably going to have like at best average clarity. It won't be like Tom Cruise said in that movie, A Few Good Men, when Colonel Jessup said, are we clear? You remember what his answer was? Do you remember what it was? Crystal. Crystal. It's like we need to know are our members of our team saying crystal on this clarity. And so this idea of tough people are, are greater than tough times. Where does how you think fall into that? Like that's easy to say, but man, it's harder to do. Wouldn't you say? It, it, it's very difficult to do, which is why the majority of folks struggle. I, I mean, I don't know if you know about Elmer Fudd, but the Let's Fudd go. is fear, uncertainty, go. and doubt. Come on now. And even top performers face that. It's that battle. I, I call my voice Cletus. And for all you movie buffs, I, I have this conversation every day. Come on, Cletus. You're going to walk over, but you're going to limp back. We're, we're in for a prize fight with Cletus. And I got to knock that voice that wants to talk a whole bunch of shit. I don't know if HR is listening. A whole no, bunch you're of good. Stuff about everything that I can't do. Uh, I, I I shouldn't be an author. If you were to talk to any of my English teachers and tell them I'm an author, they would say, am I getting punked? Where's Ashton Kutcher at? There's no way that <laughs> punk wrote a book. Well, for my sales leaders, I encourage you to break through that intuitive fence, that fence that we said of, uh, I can only survive. I can only make my number. Bunk that. Let's break through that intuitive fence. And let's say, not only am I going to thrive, but I'm going to thrive big. I'm going to hit a number that the company doesn't even imagine because where do the numbers come from? Most organizations, they, they have their spreadsheet uh, spreadsheets and here goes where the number is. No, let's get intentional and say, you know what? I'm going to double, even though they said it couldn't be done. I know it can be done. Everything is impossible, Rob, until someone proves that it's possible. The word itself, I'm not a wordsmith, but just looking at the word impossible, and I didn't pass any uh, spelling bee championships, but it's I am possible. So I'm encouraging the leaders out there to go out there, make it happen, dream big, be intentional with your game plan, be flawless with your execution. Everyone's got to punch until they get punched in the, in the yeah. chin, in the nose. Go ahead and execute and have fun. Imagine that. Can we have fun while we're also doing the daggone thing? For sure. So I got 50,000 people that are buying what you're selling right now. And I hope that they go into Sales Leadership United so they'll see some of these videos of you because, man, you're authentic in what you do. Um, but I want to I use the word intentional. Let's go back to intentional again. Tough people, better than tough problems. It starts with being intentional. I loved how you said, I can do something that is possible. I'm going to prove it possible. So is it is that the starting point? Like, I love how you broke down an impossible. I am possible. Like my mindset coach, you and me have talked a lot about mindset in the, in the past. My mindset coach has always had me turn statements into I am's. I am fill in the blank. I am fill in the blank. You can't just say be tough, deal with it. Like intentionality and in being a tough person. How intentional do you have to be in your self-talk and your self-definition? Like, is that intentional? Because I don't think anybody accidentally overcomes tough problems. Every day. It's like your vitamins. It's like brushing your teeth. 
You've got to do it every day. So essentially, show me your calendar. If I did an audit, what did your day look like yesterday? What actions did you take? What thoughts did you work through? What were the questions? Because intentionally, I'm going to ask myself questions. I'll, I'll give you my question, Rob. I'm an open book. Let's it's go. It's a quote by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing to help someone else? Doing is the key word there. Doing, not what are you thinking about noodling on, not what are you writing about. So every day I ask myself, Larry, what did you do today to help someone else out? If I'm a sales leader, who did I serve today with intentionality? Not just willy-nilly, flying flying uh, by, by the wind. Uh, you know where that gets us. Yeah. Nowhere. Good. Nowhere. But what am I doing intentionally? How am I serving my clients, which is my employees? How am I serving myself? Am I taking care of my mind, my body, my soul, and my spirit? We've heard these things, but ask yourself, did you get good sleep last night? Because if you didn't, you're not at your best. And I'm guilty as charged. I am guilty as charged. I'm human. And I know if I want to be at my best, I've got to get at least seven hours of sleep for me. If I don't, I'm shortchanging myself. Are you eating right? Ooh, a lot easier said than done. Are you moving? Are you reading? Are you consuming good stuff so you can put good stuff out there? We know this, but oftentimes, Rob, knowing isn't doing. So I love that, this concept of knowing versus doing. So I want to come back to that because you said something that, that prompted a thought. What did I do for someone? That's, what a great way of looking at it. I, I, I think that it's really interesting. People often ask me, Rob, how do I know when I'm having impact as a leader? And that's a really interesting question that I think about. I want, I want to get your thought on that here in a second. My answer is always started with look at what they bring you. Like if they're only bringing you problems or deals, then you are seen as a transactional kind of get a deal done helper. But what you just said is, what did I do to change someone's life? What did I do to just change someone's career and do more than just hit a number? Because that's what I love about you. You're not just someone who chases a number and calls it good. You're someone that says, my job is to help change lives and change careers. And so that requires connection because you want people to bring more than just deals. And I, I would tell our 50,000 listeners, what are people bringing to you? And so here's my question, Larry. You're this ultimate connector. And if people watch the video, they're going to see your shirt says relationships, relationships, relationships. Yeah, it's good. I feel like I'm back in the eye doctor where they're getting smaller as it goes down. Can you read which one? I, I, with my glasses on, I can read the lowest one. Okay. Um, any thoughts around as a leader, how do you connect? And let me tell you why. One of my leaders was trying to do what you said, and he came back and he's like, Rob, I was asking him this. I was trying to do this. And they looked at me like I was crazy. They're like, hey, man, leave me alone. I'm going to do what I've always done. And I'm going to hope that it will be as good, good enough like it's always been. And clearly he didn't have connection. Could you talk for a minute about how leaders might connect? Because you're not going to be able to help people think different unless you have a connection, I don't think. So true. And, and there's a common saying. I've got all these sayings in the back of my head. No one cares how much you know until they know how much you care. That's good. And how do you show people you care? As a sales leader, every one of my reps had a business plan. They would ask me, hey, Larry, where's the template? I don't know. It's your business plan. You put together your business plan and we're going to walk through it. I want your business plan professionally, 
and personally, because as a leader, I had three goals. Number one, I did have to hit my numbers, Rob. I got to keep the lights on. Number two, I've got to help my people learn and grow. If they're not learning and growing, because let's keep it real, the organization is getting something out of them. I believe that they should be getting something out of the organization. It's a it's a two-way street. You, you think about sales, that's that staking right there. We want to provide to them. We want them to be provided for. Number three was having fun. So with the business plan, I'm going to dig in and I'm going to better understand. So Rob, tell me about your four children. Talk to me about your 16-year-old. What is he into? Is he exploring colleges? What does he want to do? Your oldest, where are they exploring? Tell me. And people can smell BS from a mile away. They can tell whether you're authentic and you really, it's the give a damn factor, or if you're just kind of faking the funk. If you're faking it, uh, you might as well just stick to the numbers. But if you truly care about your people and you care about relationships, which a sales guru in South Florida told me, Larry, the difference between contacts, people you know, and contracts, people you do business with, it's the letter R. It's the relationships. People like to work with folks that they know, like, trust, and believe in. If you're not building that trust, if you're not building that belief that, hey, Rob, you've got my best interest in mind. You, 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 you work for the company and we've got to hit numbers, but you also care about me as a person. And I'll, I'll share with you a quick story. Mark Winchester, who's a great friend of mine, he's a mentor. I co-authored a book. The chapter was called The Little Things Are Really the Big Things. It was all about Mark. When I first joined, when he first joined the company, he wrote a letter to me, handwritten, wrote a handwritten letter to my wife said, Maria, behind every good man is a great woman. Do you not think that my wife will never forget Mark Winchester? We went to the Great Wolf Lodge. It's a water park. He called ahead and paid for a $50 gift card for the Long family. Come Let's on now. go. Who, yeah. who does that? I lost my father eight years ago. I had lunch uh, at the Sunflower. It's okay. At the Sunflower Cafe on December 10th of 2015. My father passed December 11th. December 19th or the 20th, it was at the wake, Mark shows up. His My dad's funeral services were in Maryland. Mark lives in North Carolina. That's a five-hour drive. He didn't tell me he was coming. I thought I was, I was hallucinating. I'm like, what is Mark Winchester doing here? He was there to support me. That's what you call true leadership right there. Show me your actions, and I'll tell you whether you're a leader or not. There's a lot of leaders that are faking the funk. And if you don't know what to do, it starts with getting to know your people authentically as people. Who are you, Rob Jepson? Tell me about your history. I want to know the ups, the downs, the highs, the lows, the twists, the turns. What are your dreams? What's your vision? Let's get into your business plan and let me pressure check. Let me support you. Let me cheer you on. Because we do need cheerleaders. And let me guide you. Hey, Rob. Let me connect you to my homeboy, John Barrows. Let me connect you to Morgan Ingram. I see that you're trying to get here and here. Let me make that connection to support you. Cameron Pelletier, I'll give you a great example. Cameron Pelletier, he was one of my smilers and dollars, one of my SDRs. He wanted to be a physical therapist talking about the pretzel 2.0. It's like a stretch. I said, Cameron, let me connect you to someone I know that might be able to help you with your PT career and starting a business. Do you realize how much that meant? Just, just that little 
gesture right there, it shows that you give a damn and you care about your people. All right. That was awesome. The give a damn factor. Too many leaders have people that work for them that think they are only as meaningful as the results they provide. I found that. Have you ever seen that show up? <laughs> Too many yeah. times, unfortunately. Yeah. So let me tell you, I've got like these 20 choices that I think leaders have to make. I love what you said. Show me your actions and I'll show you if you're a leader. That Man, I hope everyone writes that down. That might be the title of the episode now. Show me your actions and I'll show you if you're a leader. I believe that of my 20 choices, choice number nine is you want to choose I get you over I got you. I think every leader can say I got you. Oh, you want help with that deal? I got you. Oh, you need me to do X? I got you. It's transactional. You're not that much different than a person at the drive-thru window. Oh, you want fries with that? I got you. You want that large size Coke? I got you. Oh, you want a Coke? Sorry, I don't got you because we're a Pepsi place. I, well, one of the things I hate to hear. Okay. And so I think it's easy to say, I got you. I think every leader wants to say, I got you. Oh, awesome. They've brought me an opportunity to be helpful. But I think it's a rare leader that the people say, man, Larry gets me. They get me. What do you think? Is there truth to that? Am I on like your thoughts about that? Nailed it, Rob. Because people, you talked about the transactional nature versus the true deep relationship. And when you think about relationship, it's it's someone that you can lean on. It's someone who has your back. It's an advocate. It's a guide. It's a sherpa. I mean, I'm describing Mark right there. He's a mentor. He's a friend. It, it, it's one of those where. If you do an exercise, if you were to get rear-ended, God forbid you got rear-ended in your fast car, who Let's do go. you call that's outside of your immediate family? Now, I think I know. I think the initials are L-E. I think you I got, got it. LaVon right. Edwards. That, that, my that, my man, right. LaVon Edwards. That, that, yeah, he's a, he's a great Cosmo the Cougar. Uh, and you know that you can count on him. You know, no, dude, he's there. a youth. You better not say that to him. He'll fight you. He's uh -oh, a youth. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad, LeVon. Close enough. <laughs> but essentially, are you that person that if they got no a pickle, they're going to think I can call you because I know that you care about me. I know that you'll help me out. You'll take action. That's very rare to find. I got to give a shout out to Corey Richardson. And it's funny, Corey Richardson and I played baseball back in 1999, summer of 99 in Durham, North Carolina. Corey okay. Richardson is also the gentleman that fired me on March 26th of 2021, but he did it with love. He's still okay. my home. He's still someone who I know I can count on if the going ever gets tough. That is very tough to find. As a leader, how do you make sure that you're that person for your people? Now, I'm not saying it's all sunshine, rainbows, unicorns. We still got to hit a number. Because if we yep. don't hit a number, the lights get turned off, and I'm out of a job. And I'm yep. like, but how can we truly be dangerous and do it at a high level and do it having some fun with a smile on our face while we're impacting the lives of those that work with us directly, but also the residual of people who get the remnants, and they're like, there's something special there. So I want to now take what you just said and go for full circle. Let's go back to where we started. This connection, this give a damn, this I get you, this, this thing that makes you a mentor and dangerous because you're not a transactional leader. You're building relationships. 
first, you've given us a framework that I'm going to make sure that we put in, make it easy for people to get that framework of you you, got to make sure we're hitting a number because we have to do that. Uh, We got to make sure people are learning and growing and developing. So they're not just like working hard, right? Choose growth, not grind. That's by the way, that's choice number two. Um, and then last is you gotta have fun that, that framework. I hope people take that. I want to channel that back to you. I, I hope that they look at those. Are we doing each of those? And, and that could be a whole episode on how you prioritize and do those, but I want to go back to where we started. We wanted to build mindsets. We want to be a tough person that cannot survive, but can thrive because why opportunity was knocking. I tell you, you started this whole thing, but I think you have to be this kind of a leader that has connections. So they buy into what you're saying and they want to figure that out with you or else they're going to call bullshit. They're going to be like, nah, this is too hard or no, this is too much change or not. Nah, I have no, don't have clarity on how to win. And I feel like I'm trapped in a foggy someplace that I don't know where to go. I believe that if you have that connection, you can help them learn to change what they think and how they believe. Are, are those related that you must have that first? Yes. And Okay. It's very difficult to change someone else's mindset, but it starts with you. How do you show up each and every day? Not just what you say, but how you say it. Are you exuding confidence that we can be great in the face of adversity? As we go through the turbulence, I was just flying last night, hit some turbulence. I said, "Uh uh-oh, that crab cake is wiggling. But are you demonstrating that where where your folks have confidence and they believe because you got to have courage. So the mindset, yeah, talk is cheap. I'm looking to my leader, just like I was looking at the flight attendant. Look at a flight attendant. You can tell, uh-oh, yeah. we're in trouble. Or this is just natural. We're okay. So as a leader, yes, the connection, the intentionality, your actions, it all ties together. I wish there was one silver bullet. We're we're all looking for that silver bullet, that magic, magic pixie dust. Unfortunately, I've yet to find it but it's a combination of it all. What are you believing? What are you saying and how are you saying it? What are your actions? What are they representing so that your people, are you guiding them? Are you coaching them? Are you helping them along the way? Kind of like a Sherpa. Oh, uh-oh, we don't want to zag. We're going to die. We want to zig there. Are you practicing? Sin. I'm no Alan Iverson, but I'm talking about practice, Rob. Yeah. So many organizations, and you know, and you're out there on the SCO. It's great to have the SCO. Everyone's happy. Everything is awesome. And then we go back and we start doing the same daggone thing, expecting different results. I'm, I got to go to Miriam, my best friend Webster. I think that's insanity. What are we doing to actually practice so that we can be ready when that opportunity knocks? We're now ready. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. But so many organizations are missing. The leaders, they're they're just missing. And I love the work that you do to support leaders because a lot of times leaders just get thrown out there to the lions and it's like, good luck. Make, Make that magic happen. Well, let's get intentional. Let's slow down to speed up and let's yep. work on those skills that we need in order to lead other people. First, how can I lead myself? Now, how do I lead others and make sure that we're in a position where we can thrive? I love that word that you said. I'm not just trying to survive. I'm trying to do some yeah. big things. <laughs> so, so let's finish. We've got 10, 11 minutes left. And I want to, like, this has been fun. Like, Larry, 
Time with you always goes fast. And, and I hope for our listeners the same. And I'm going to say, come to Sales Leadership United, you'll see some videos of Larry. And you're going to want to use these videos with your team because Larry is Larry is a guy that is a difference maker. So you said that it's about action. Talk is cheap. What have I done? And so I'm thinking about chasing down. Like, I always think that as a sales leader, Larry, our job is we have to engineer the greatest year in company history. So if we did it last year, we're going to be asked to make 2024 better than last year. And it doesn't matter what the market conditions are like. We're going to be asked to engineer that. And we can't work harder usually. We're already working hard. So that means we got to get better. We got to grow. And so let's talk about this. How do we take what you just said and put it into action? They all have teams. They're all chasing goals. They want to think big. We talked a lot about our IMs earlier today, but the last one was all about thinking big and our self-belief. I love how you've taken this into action now as a leader. Leadership is an, it requires energy because it's an action sport. Help our leaders that are listening. So as we chase down this year and make it the best year in company history and damn it, the best year in my history as a leader, it doesn't matter what the economy is. Is it about narrowing focus so you can be in the doing things market? Like we want to be doing like, and sometimes we think so big, we don't do anything. Like, how do we start doing more? Is it about, like you said, slow down to go fast? Is it thinking smaller so you can be bigger? Like, what is it? I'm focused, man. Doing more with less, which a lot right. of us have been tasked with. Oh, you're giving me a big old number. I'm going to crush that number because I can see clearly now. And then I'm, I'm no Bobby uh, Barishnikov, but we're playing chess. We've got to be thinking ahead we've got to be thinking three months six months 18 months ahead to the moves that we want to make and 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 sometimes we got to make big bets so i love i would tell leaders let's get focused i think they call them the critical few priorities what are those things that you gotta nail it's kind of like the uh the the analogy of a buffet versus a specialty restaurant. If I want some bomb fried chicken, I'm not going to the Golden Corral. Sorry, Golden Corral, your 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 rolls are cool. The little chocolate fountain, as long as the little kid isn't picking his nose and getting the chocolate, it's it's tight. But if I want fried chicken, I'm going to Beasley's Chicken and Honey. Essentially, how can we be specialists at the things that we do? And I mentioned it. How do we make sure we do those things to hit the number? We do those things to make sure our people are learning and growing each and every day, not just kind of willy nilly. Oh, we're going to do a training now and we won't do another training for five months. Survey says, nah. how do we make that a daily? It's it's like that daily workout. It's tough. Oh, that's impossible, Larry. You don't know. We can't. You better go ahead and schedule it it in your calendar. Prioritize it because that right there is going to help you hit the number. How do we have fun? Essentially, what do your people have fun doing? It's not always about the money. How do you get B to B, belly to belly, and get to know your people? Understand your company. Understand your industry. Understand, you called it systems. What are the tools and resources? I'm, I'm, I'm no chat GPT, generative AI expert, but I know that there's tools out there that can make our lives easier. The opportunity is there. Are you taking advantage or are you just copping out? And saying, oh, I don't believe in that. We're, we're entering a bold new era. We're in a bold new era. It takes bold action in order to, to, to take advantage of that. So essentially, I, I need to know, what are you doing? How are you tying it all together? And there's no one size fits all. 
Every organization is different. Every leader is different. Every person that you're leading is different. How do you really maneuver and, and make sure that, you know, like a chess person, you're putting the right people in the right places, you're running the right plays at the right time. It's an art and it's a science. Oh, that's smart. Now, I'm going to tell I mean, you're channeling a guy that you'll probably know who he is. Tom House was the pitching coach for Nolan Ryan that kept him alive. And then he became Tom Brady's quarterback coach. Yeah, you're doing the warm up. You're doing it, man. Uh, when my son was 10 years ago, when he was 12, I, I won't get into it because we're out of time. He, I got him into a private camp for college quarterbacks that wanted to go go pro and recently drafted pros that were, wanted to change how they were so they could be more effective. So all these big giant dudes, Taysom Hill, who now plays for the New Orleans Saints, was there, the biggest dude. He, he called him Tarzan. And my son was 12. It shouldn't have been there, but a friend of a friend got me in. I was the only dad in the room. He brought both of those up, the smallest dude and the biggest dude, brought him up, called my son Peanut. He called Taysom Tarzan. And um, I'll never forget, because he talked about people worry about outcomes too much. They worry about if you throw the ball, it goes where it needs to do. Because I want... I want to, I want you to understand that if process is good, success is inevitable. If process is weak. It's unsustainable. Notice he didn't say that if process is weak, you'll fail. It just says you'll not be sustainable. And he doesn't say if process is great, you'll immediately win. It just says it's inevitable. And I loved how he watched these guys throw and he wouldn't look at the target. He would watch them throw and say, hi, and he was right low. It was high left. Right. And he was looking at the small things. And here's what I was going to ask you. Cause I know, you know, Tom house, cause you're a baseball guy. He said, if you think too much and you do only what you have to do because you're told to, that's what he called micromanagement. He said, but if we understand the throwing process and we want to have the one or two things, I like how you call it the critical three, the one or two things that will make all the difference, then we can be micro aware. He said, I want you to be micro aware of the small things. And I watched not just my son, I watched other players change in a two-day period of time fundamentally by being micro aware, changing how they think at the small level. So maybe that's a way that you can start wrapping up and then we'll give people a way to talk to you. And um, what do you think about micro awareness versus micromanagement? I, I love it. No one likes micromanagement and I'm no Joel Embiid or the Sixers, but trusting the process. We, we often focus on that end result. And I like how you said that, oh, it's unsustainable. You, I, I go to Vegas. I like the game. Tom House said it, not me. I can't take credit for it, man. Tom House is a genius. You, you might get lucky and, and get the result desired, but if you don't have a, a repeatable process, a tight process, a game plan that you can execute on in sports, in life, in sales, sales leadership, uh-oh, Houston, we have a problem. So I love that message of having sales leaders focus on those critical few that are going to drive the biggest result because you can't do it all. Uh, as much as we want to, I wish I could do it all, but I know I can't. So I'm going to focus on those two to three things that I can do very, very well that are going to move the dial most significantly. I love that, Rob. As always, this is an amazing chat, man. <laughs> So, so we're, we're about done, man. I, I can't believe it. Well, how do we got a lot of listeners that they need to buy your book. They need to read it. They need to follow you, man. I, you're one of my favorite follows. What you posted today about your trip to Car like to uh, Indianapolis and Illinois was awesome. Okay. Uh, you're someone that I look for on all social platforms. I, I join your live, your live instas every now and then you always shout me out when I do. 
And how do, how do people get more Larry Long Jr.? How do they get more of what you do? How do they tap into your resources? All of that. Uh, I appreciate it. Best place to find me, Larry Long Jr. That's JR on LinkedIn. You can go to my website, LarryLongJr.com. I'm on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, you name <laughs> But please connect with me if I can ever serve you. I mean this. A lot of people say it, but they don't mean he it. He does. I, you, you do. Let, let me know. I'm, I'm in the business of serving people. And I'll tell you why, Rob. I've been so blessed and fortunate. Uh, so blessed. Just my parents, my family, my friends, my coaches, my teachers, my mentors, my other coaches. People, just the community has supported me so much. It would be malpractice. It would be a daggone shame if I didn't give back because I've received so much. And I, I got to give you your flowers while you're here, Rob. I appreciate you more than you even know it. The impact that you've had on me. And we talked about this as a leader. How do you know the impact that you have? Oftentimes you don't. You, you don't realize the impact that you're having on people's lives. So my encouragement is to go out there, serve and serve some more with a smile, which is what you do, Rob. And it's meant so much more than you will ever know. Believe you me. His name is Larry Long Jr. He is one of the elite leaders of leaders and leaders of people that I know of. If you have not read Jolt, I'm telling you, what you just experienced today is not fake. It is authentic. That is why he names it Jolt. We will put a link in the show notes on how to get that book. We will put a link in the show notes on how to connect to Larry in a lot of different places. But most of all, I hope you take from this that our job is to help people by doing things for them, not getting things from them. Help them in the becoming space. If there's one thing I take from this, Larry, you gave me three things. We got to think different, okay? If we want to do different, we got to think different. And that's not just in how we sell. It's in how we interact with people. I, I hope I didn't put words in your mouth when I said that. We got we to think different, okay? Number two, show me how you act. Show me your actions, and I'll show you if you're a leader, okay? And the way you started... Tough people are greater than tough times. Larry, thanks for giving us a blueprint on how to not survive 2024. Thanks for giving us a blueprint on how to thrive. I can't wait to have you come back for time number five, baby. And as I say to everyone, happy selling. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Rob. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another So What portion of the Sales Leadership Podcast, where we break down that interview and we ask ourselves, why did that conversation even matter? But first, this episode is brought to you by Sales Leadership United. Sales Leadership United has had so much growth, and I am so grateful to each of you who have chosen to check us out. The purpose of Sales Leadership United is simple. I want to give you access to the largest collection of sales leadership assets in the world, period. Simple as that. Listen, I coach over 100 sales leaders, and they're in big companies, they're in new companies, they're in medium companies, they are in tech companies, finance companies, manufacturing companies. It's every industry, every company size, every leadership type, people that are new to leadership, people that are new to companies, people that are seasoned in their companies, people that are seasoned leaders. It's all of them. And every one of them is asking for more tools. Every one of them is asking me for more insights and more perspective. They ask me questions like, how do you create systems? How do you create foundations? How do you create change? How do you coach? How do you lead up, manage up, connect to a totally different generation? And the number one question I get, 
What are other leaders like me doing to solve problems like the ones I'm facing right now? And that's why you need to check out Sales Leadership United. Tools, training, techniques, perspective that can come only from the benefit of thousands of hours with leaders from all around the world. Now, if you haven't checked out Sales Leadership United, head to salesleadershipunited.com and use the code ROB to get a free trial. Listen, I never get tired of Larry. Larry Long Jr. is a guy that demonstrates everything that's right about sales and sales leadership because he is right. We're heading into a year that will be a different one. Lots of uncertainty. And for some, it feels like we're trying to drive in a street fully covered in fog. And when things get foggy, man, we need clarity and intentionality because once that fog lifts, it's almost instant when we get to drive fast again. I was at an SKO last week, and I actually showed a video clip of my conversation with Larry to a group of leaders there. His clip on, show me your actions, and I will show you if you're a leader, went over really well. These leaders were like, wow, it is. It's such a profound statement. Show me your actions, and I'll show you if you're a leader. Why? Because leadership is about people. How do you create influence? There are so many ways to create influence, and that's why I'm so glad Larry joined me today, because... Today, members of our teams need leaders they can believe in, people who, who get those they lead, people who do as Larry said, and they do something to help those they lead. I love the question he posed to the group. What did you do and what did you do today for those people that you lead? That's such an important question. We can't lose sight of putting people first because fear-based leadership still abounds, and it might even be more prevalent than ever before. Transactional leadership is still the norm. When times get more challenging, we must get more focused. Like the legendary coach Tom House told my son in a quarterbacking lesson, he said, aim smaller. When you're struggling, Baylor, aim smaller. Then you'll miss smaller. You know, smaller, more narrow focus points leads to larger, more intentional results. In my son's case, he stopped aiming for the face mask and he started aiming for the shield stitched into the niche of the, the, the neck of the jersey on a football jersey. And if you want to help those you lead, if you're going to help those you lead, aim a little smaller so they can, as a result, do a little more. Then I got news for you. You've got to connect with them first. They have to know beyond any doubt that you have their interests in mind. Their interests, not yours. They need to be able to confide in you in order for them to count on you. And if you're that kind of leader, then and only then can you help them believe what what Larry said, that tough people are greater than tough times. You can help them believe what Larry said, that actions dictate your leadership strength. You can help them see with their own eyes the difference between talk and actions. And as a result, you will be the difference maker in their careers and in their lives. So go take a page out of the playbook of one of the all-time greats. Go back and listen to the one and only Larry Long Jr. again. Reach out to him. Read Jolt. You'll be glad you did. Follow him on every channel. We've included a bunch of links in the show notes to make this easy. And then help those you lead believe. Help them believe in the mission of your company. Help them believe in the company and those who lead it, that we do it different and we do it better. Help them believe in themselves and the amazing capabilities of each, that each of them have. It has been said by a lot of people that sales is the transfer of enthusiasm. I believe that leadership is the transfer of belief. I'm going to say that again. 
if sales is the transfer of enthusiasm, I have found that, se- that leadership is the transfer of belief. And if you want someone, I'm sorry, if you want to add value to someone you lead, you got to first value that person that you lead. And they have to know it. And Larry, he'll help you do just that. So Larry, my friend, thank you for joining me once again. The only four-time guest on the show history. Thank you for sharing your insights. Congrats in all your success. I appreciate your authenticity. I appreciate your willingness to contribute and help those around you in the sales leadership community. To each of you 50,000 listeners, please be sure to connect with Larry. Connect on LinkedIn. Tap into his live streams on Instagram. Read what he has to offer. Reach out to him, and I promise you, he will reach back. And be sure to head to Sales Leadership United for the video clips of this conversation with Larry and hundreds of other sales leaders. You're going to want to check out the video snippets on belief, on actions, on authenticity, on focus. These will be great resources for an upcoming sales meeting or coaching session for you. Finally, thanks to each of you, our listeners. The greatest compliment you can give us is to share the show with those you work with. Introduce them to the Sales Leadership Podcast. Leave us a review on iTunes. And you can support the show by checking out Sales Leadership United. I want you to head over to salesleadership.com and check it out. And if you do, you'll be glad you did. Thank you for your ongoing support of the Sales Leadership Podcast. Our job as sales leaders is to create life-changing years for the people we lead. If you liked this message, please share it this week with someone who needs to hear it. And then get after it, because life is short. We got no guarantee of what comes tomorrow, so maximize your today. Be elite, live strong, and chase your passions and do your best work so you can live your best life. Don't ever forget, you got this and I got you. Here's to a terrific week. Thank you so much for joining the Sales Leadership Podcast, the award-winning sales leadership podcast for those sales leaders looking to create legendary impact to those they lead. The greatest compliment you can give is to share this show and any of your favorite episodes with your fellow sales leaders, social media followers, or other communities you're part of. The Sales Leadership Podcast is brought to you by the Jepson Performance Group. If you want to discuss any of the topics discussed on the show, want to level up your leadership impact, discuss executive coaching services, or even include me at an upcoming event, hit me up at rob at jetpg.com. That's rob at jeppg.com. And to those of you working to become a legendary sales leader, I salute you and wish you much success on your journey. Whenever you need someone in your corner, you know where to find me.